What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hawk Talk on Melrose. Iowa 13, Minnesota 10. If you want to call it a delayed instant reaction episode, that is what this is. Um, I am recording this on Sunday afternoon by myself again. Tyler is not here. Um, so another solo episode. But yeah, let's get right into it. We'll talk a little Iowa-Minnesota. We'll get into the Iowa-Nebraska game. We will not be recording an episode at all this week. So this is kind of the only episode until probably next week. So um, yeah, don't be on the lookout for another episode. This is this is it for this week. So I guess before we even start, as I dive deep into the game, I want to start off by talking a little bit about this team and about this season, because this season has been um, a roller coaster of emotions, right? You, you go from the first game, South Dakota State game, uh, we won seven to three, but terrible offense. The Iowa State game, we lost, right? Um, every game, it was just it's just like a very unique season. And even though the the season has been, in my eyes, uh, you know, seemed like it's gone very quick. It's felt like it's been ages since we've played, you know, Iowa State in that South Dakota State game. It almost felt like that was a completely different season. Um, but as we sit here today on Sunday, November twentieth, we are one game away from making it to Indy. We are one game away of winning the Big Ten West. We'll probably share it with Purdue, but we'll win the Big Ten West and we'll go on to Indy. We are one game away. And what's different from last year, if you don't recall last year, we obviously made it to Indy, but we had a little bit of, uh, you know, we had to have some some things kind of go our way. We, we beat Nebraska on Black Friday last year, uh, but we are still not in the clear, right? We needed Minnesota, uh, to beat Wisconsin, which in most years, Wisconsin usually handles Minnesota. Uh, and that last year, it was obviously one of those years where Minnesota finally won. It was great. We were a Minnesota fan for one day and we made the Indy. Well, this year it's a little bit different. It's, it's kind of awesome because we control our own destiny, right? Um, I'm going to the game on Friday as I'm walking into Kinnick. I mean, literally the big 10 West is going through Kinnick on Friday. And it's 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 up in the air for us. All we have to do is win the the football game, and we'll get into that game, you know, here in a little bit. But man, it's just like, do we like should we be in the Big Ten tournament or tournament Big Ten championship game? Probably not. I mean, we're a very average team at best. Really good defense, really bad offense, and you put that right in the middle. Then, um, but do we deserve to be in the Big Ten championship game? And I want to say yes. I mean, the way this this team, man, the way the the first seven games went, where you know first you lost to Iowa State, which isn't the end of the world. I mean, because at the end of the day, you want to win your Big Ten games, right? But lose to Iowa State, um, and then we start Big Ten play. We beat Rutgers, but then we go on a on a three game losing streak against three Big Ten teams, and we are one and three, three straight losses: Michigan, Illinois and then got our butts kicked against Ohio State. And it really felt like the season was pretty much over. And I'll be the first to admit, I I kind of gave up. I lost hope. After that Ohio State game, we were sitting here wondering, are we even going to make a bowl game? Um, I think at the time we had, what, three wins? And we, we figured we'd probably beat Northwestern. But even that was kind of like, well, you know, Northwestern has, a, has had our number in the last decade. So, you know, that's not a guaranteed win. But then we still had to play Purdue and Wisconsin and on the road at Minnesota and then Nebraska. And it's just like, are we even going to make a bowl game? And 
for us to lose those games and not only that, but just having the fans, you know, kind of turn on them, the national media, you know, the Iowa football was a laughing stock because of our offense and the way Ference and co kept this team together and just, you know, believed in themselves to turn it around. It, it's truly remarkable. It shows how good the culture is inside Iowa football's program. It it truly does. And even though I, I do get upset a lot by Ference and, you know, I get upset how stubborn he can be at times and how he's unwilling to change. But the one thing I will say that he has is he's a hell of a leader and he knows how to um, keep his guys together. I mean, I, there's not much more to say than that. And most programs in college football, they would have kind of gave up, right? Shows how good the culture is. You you look around college football, there's a lot of teams that are that are lacking culture. And the, the reason why they just can't win. I'm not throwing shots, at, but like Nebraska, right? There's just no culture there, especially under Scott Frost. Um, what other teams are there? Texas A&M, they're getting all this talent. Culture is not very good. Uh, Miami for for a long time. We'll see if you know Mario Cristobal can turn that around. But I'm just I'm just kind of giving some examples. And this Iowa football team, 90% of other programs in college football, the way it was going, right, losing all those games, national, you know, laughing stock, right. That's everybody, what everybody's talking about. They're, they're literally laughing at you where we, at the time, offense was an embarrassment, right? Most teams would have just kind of, you know, fell to the ground. And we, instead of doing that, we turned the, we turned the tide. So do we deserve to be in the big 10 championship game? I really do think we do the way we turned it around. We beat Northwestern. We went on the road and beat a Purdue team that has had our number. We beat a Wisconsin team that has had our number. And then we go on the road and beat a Nebraska or beat a Minnesota team that that doesn't have our number, but you know they are wanting that game really bad because it's been a while since they've beaten us. 2014 was the last time. And we took care of business, all four teams. And in two of the games, we we won by, you know, double digits. So just take care of business on Friday, baby. That's all you got to do, right? Just take care of business and you're in the Big Ten tournament or a Big Ten championship game. I don't know why I keep saying tournament. I must be still in basketball mode after I was uh, win the other night against Seton Hall. All right. So let's go into this game a little bit. I have the screen up right now if you're following us on YouTube. Uh, once again, we are on YouTube. Um, just type in Hawk Talk on Melrose and you can find all our videos there. If you don't want to go on YouTube, we are on your favorite podcast uh, platform. And uh, just make sure you leave a review uh, and, and put and hopefully give us five stars. You don't have to, but you know we're we're hopeful that you will. So you look at the team stats here, and if you don't know what the final outcome was, you would say, yeah, Minnesota wins pretty easily. Uh, we'll just start at like the time of possession, for example. They had 35 minutes of time of possession. We only had 24 uh, rushing yards. We had. 59 rushing yards to 312 rushing yards for them. Uh, yards per rush, they were getting six yards, 6.2 yards a pop, which, yeah, you're not going to win many games when that happens. Passing yards, we actually led in that category. We had 221 passing yards. Um, I do like the yards per pass, 9.2. I think that's something that Iowa, I've always said, has lacked. And 9.2 is actually really good. 
Um, and then total yards. I mean, they, like I said, they, they beat us by over a hundred yards. So, and then first downs here, um, 17 first downs. They were seven for 16 on third down efficiency. I mean, you look at this and this screams a Minnesota win. And not only that, but it screams by a, by a decent amount by at least 10 plus points. Um, I guess the only thing that, that really helped us was obviously the turnovers at the end of the ball game. Now, Minnesota, for some reason, and we were texting this in a group chat last night, they have had our number when it comes to running the football. They have figured out how to run run on us. And I think a lot of it has to do with their offensive line. Minnesota under PJ Fleck has has always had a decent offensive line and they're big and, and physical and they just kind of you they kind of manpower you a little bit. And when you're only, you know, having four defensive line and, and only one linebacker on occasion, yeah, you're not gonna win that that matchup. And so Last year, they had over 200 rushing yards. There are two running backs. And then this game, obviously, Ibrahim had 263 total yards and one touchdown on 39 carries. And so they dominated. And, and what was getting me kind of upset there for a little bit was the fact that you knew that they were just going to keep running the football. I mean, their backup quarterback, I mean, if it was Tanner Morgan, it'd be one thing. But they had a backup quarterback that, that you know, wasn't a, a passing quarterback you knew what was coming and they just, they kept doing it and they just kept hurting us. And I will say this, I texted um, another thing in the group chat. I said to the guys that are in there, I said, thank God for this Minnesota offensive coordinator, because it seemed like when they would get in the red zone a couple of times, especially in the first half, they would pass the football. And it's like, why are you passing when you're getting six ish yards per carry? It benefited us though. So I will take it. But uh, yeah. And then at the end of the game, and that fumble really was huge. I thought then the offensive possession that we had right after that fumble was one of the worst offensive possessions this year, which is kind of hard to say because we've had a lot, but that was terrible. We just we just got off the field being on the field for at least six-ish minutes. They just kept – it was like a painful death. I think right before that fumble, I, I literally texted. I said, this reminds me of the 2015 – Big 10 championship game against Michigan state where they had the ball for like nine minutes and just kept getting first down after first down after first down. It was like a slow death and that fumble happened. And then, so we get offensive and it was a three and out. Did we take off like any time off the clock? No, I think it was like three incompletions. I don't think we ran the ball once that, that drive. And then we gave them the ball back right at about the 50 yard line. And then I think they immediately had a, a long run go figure. Um, and then I think he came out and they ran with the backup and then they passed. And then we know the rest and it was a touchdown. Jack Campbell did score um, that touchdown, but it doesn't matter. Cause we still won. I thought the play call then on that drive after Jack Campbell intercepted, it was a hell of a play call to Luke Lachey to set up a, a an easy field goal uh, for Drew Stevens. So yeah, I, I, you know, the way we started the game, I, I really thought, you know, 10 to zero with our defense, I was feeling pretty good. I didn't think the game was over. Don't get me wrong, but I was feeling pretty damn good because with Iowa's defense, if you're up 10 to zero, it's more like being up 20 to zero, honestly. And, um, you know, things quickly kind of went south after we got up 10 to zero. We just couldn't do anything on offense. The Porter got hurt and our defense just couldn't stop them. And they just got, like I said, yard after yard at first down after first down and, it really did suck, but we found a way to win. 
And I can see why Minnesota fans hate Iowa because it's just like these last couple of years, we're, we just find ways to win. I mean, Minnesota, I think even last year, if you look at like total stats, pretty much won in every category and we still won. Um, and so we just, like I said, we find ways to win and we now have Floyd, Floyd for what, eight straight years since 2014, which is truly incredible. So I, I guess that's really all I, I can really think of um, with this game. You know, we, we just, we figured it out and it was, it was great to see. And um, now we're on to Nebraska black Friday, big, t- big game at home. We were just talking about it five minutes ago about the importance of this game, going to the big 10 championship game. And, and we got to, we got to take care of business. Um, Nebraska, they're not a good football team, relatively speaking, but they're going to play you very, very tough. And they want this game similar to Minnesota this last week, uh, wanting that game. They haven't beat us since 2014. They want to play spoiler to us, right? It's like if if the roles were reversed, if we really had nothing to lose, we were what four and seven? Or no, they're no, they're three and seven, I think. Or no, that doesn't seem right. Maybe they're they're three and eight, maybe. I don't know. Three and eight, maybe, I think is what they are. But regardless, they're not, they're not, they're not a they don't have a good record. And if they had nothing to lose and you know, it's a rivalry game. It's to play spoiler. Yeah. You're, you're going to do anything and everything to try to win that game and try to, and try to just, just win. And so it's going to be a tough game. I mean, it's, it's not going to be an easy game in Nebraska ever since like 2016, they have, or maybe 2017, they have really kept these games very close. Um, there was a two game, two year stretch where we dominated them. I think it was 2016 and 2017, but ever since then, it's came down to the wire, and it's really we have had to do everything and anything to beat them. Now, with this Nebraska team, I, I've watched a decent amount of Nebraska. I, I live in Lincoln, obviously. I know a lot of Nebraska fans. I talk to them a decent amount. Um, it's kind of weird how at the beginning of the year, their offense was actually pretty damn good, and then their defense sucked. And now it's kind of reverse. Their defense has kind of figured some things out, but it's their offense that has not been very good. Now, with Nebraska, their O-line is not very good. And so for Iowa, I think that, you know, bolts well. I think, once again, yesterday against Minnesota, it was one of those things where I think the defensive line just just was going up against a unit. That offensive line for Minnesota was really good. And so looking at this game, Nebraska's offensive line is not nearly as good as Minnesota's, which I think is going to help us. I don't know how Nebraska is going to be able to run against us. Um, now they do have Anthony Grant. He's a pretty good running back, but I just don't know how they're going to be able to run consistently. Now they might get a few good runs here or there, but consistently. And so that's going to then open up, you know, Casey Thompson, right. And it's going to be more of like a one dimensional offense. And that's kind of what they've been like these last couple of weeks. Now they have some good ride receivers, Trey Palmer, right. Some other guys. Uh, but if, like I said, if you can get pressure on, on Casey, and you can you know force them to be one dimensional. You're going to have a pretty good chance of beating them. Now with Iowa's offense, similar to kind of talking with the offensive line, we have we have had to go up against some pretty tough defenses. You know, in the last six or seven weeks. You know, you you talk Minnesota, you're talking Illinois, 
you're talking Wisconsin, Michigan, right? Like these are like top 15 defenses. Nebraska's defense is not nearly as good as those defenses. So Iowa's offense should, and I'm saying should, look a little bit better on Friday. Now, who knows? It's Iowa's offense where I think we've sort of turned the page a little bit. We're way better than we were at the beginning of the year, but we're still Iowa and we're still, you know, we still have Petrus. We still have a pretty bad offense line. Um, but we should have a little success. I, I'm not saying um, we will, but we should. And um, hopefully Laporte, Laporta's fine. And hopefully Caleb Johnson's fine. And hopefully we get the dub. But I will say this. If we lose to Nebraska, yeah, we don't deserve to make it to the Big Ten Championship game. Um, I think we should win. We're a 10-point favorite. We should win. But who knows? It, it Like I said, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen, right? We should have beat Iowa State, and we didn't, right? We should have beat Illinois, and we didn't. So anything can happen. Um, but if we play our brand of football, and we play it well, and we don't turn the ball over, because you know Nebraska is it's Nebraska. They're going to turn the ball over a few times. And so can you capitalize on those opportunities? Can you not turn the ball over? Kind of like in this Minnesota, Iowa game, we had zero turnovers, huge. I think that's what won us the game is turnovers. So if we can do that, we could play our brand of football, just be the more physical team on the offensive and defense line. Cause that's another thing with Nebraska. Just the reason why, they have never been very successful in the Big Ten is because they just don't play physical football. They're, they're, the line of scrimmage has always been pretty weak for Nebraska, right? Now, under Bo Pelini, it was better, and that's the reason why they were getting you know nine-ish wins a game or a year. But ever since him, Mike Riley, Scott Frost, the line of scrimmage play has, has not been good for Nebraska, and it's the reason why they have not been very successful. So we can dominate the line of scrimmage, play our brand of football, and force them to have some turnovers because you you pretty much know that they probably will have a few. You should win this game. And so it's going to be a fun one in Kinnick. I can't wait to be there. Um, it's going to be sold out. Petition now. Petition now. Iowa should wear their black pants on Friday. It's Black Friday. Let's do it. Let's 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 wear those black pants. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love if love it to happen. It's a three o'clock game, which means pretty much over 50% of the game will be at, will be dark. So it will feel like a night game. And uh, I can't believe I'll be going to Iowa city for the last time um, for a football game until next year. It's, it's crazy how fast this year has gone. So that will do it for this episode. Let's get the dub. I, I just let, let's win. So we can, we can go into Saturday and we can go into the following week knowing, Hey, we are going to Indy and you know what? I'm going to leave it at this. I get it. We're going to play either Michigan or Ohio State, and I get we're probably going to get, you know, curb stomped probably more than likely. Um, it's just our defense is good, but it's it's not good enough because of our offense. We're more than likely going to lose by a decent amount. But you know what? You 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 take that chance because if your goal is to, to win a Big Ten title, well, you're not going to get it. You're not going to you know, accomplish that goal if you're not there at least. So at least get there. So you at least have a, uh, some chance. And so I, I don't care if that happens, you want to go every single year. And so for me, just win and, and make it to Indy. I don't care if we, if we get, you know, shit on, I'd rather be there than not be there. So, and, and how cool is it, you know, if we do beat Nebraska, you know, to, to, 
maybe get to the Big Ten championship game two years in a row. That would be really cool. But, yeah, let's just take care of Nebraska first, and we'll, we'll have that conversation after the fact. So that will do it for this episode. As always, go Hawks.